Talking CRM with Jeff and David, getting the best value for the whole organization from your integrated CRM and accounting systems. David Beard, CRM Principal, and Jeff Richards, Head of Training Program Development for Sage CRM, spend time chatting with customers, resellers, and others about Sage CRM in action around the globe. In this episode, Chuck tells us about the lessons he learned from talking to other companies about their CRM usage, how they've used the tool to move away from emotional decision-making, and how their partner continues to help them to evolve their system usage despite the few changes in the path they've chosen over 11 years of Sage CRM usage. Chuck, you mentioned in the last episode, when you went looking, first of all, for CRM, that you did speak to sort of similar companies in your uh, sector and so forth. Did you or do you recall any lessons you'd learned uh, as you started your own journey from those companies? I think the big thing was execution, right? So you need a reseller, an integrator, a partner that brings your ideas to light, right? And I think that there's a lot of great ideas on paper. It was the execution phase of, does this work for the group that's selling it to us? Or does this actually work for us? And do they want to see our success? And that, you know, trying to cut through the the initial sales pitch of this is the right solution for you because, and I think also, also understanding that we didn't need everything at day one. So having something that can truly integrate for us over time was important. So the thing it allowed us to really focus on what is a tool that is aligned with our accounting systems, our backend, what is something that is another add-on tool to what we're trying to do. So trying to make sure that it integrated with our whole system and not just be a complete standalone as well. So on that particular point then, Chuck, the idea that the processes should be supported by the software, right? And we're talking front to back. It's everything from the quote and the guys and girls in the field through to the processing of an order. When you first started, did you have that vision in mind or did you take it step by step with your partner, LLB Group's help? Yeah, I think, you know, the the great thing about LLB is that they they listen, right? So rather than direct and tell, they do a good job of listening to us. And I think that, you know, and and LLB can probably share, you know, it's it's been a journey. So, you know, just trying to make sure that we could continue to get buy-in is important and make sure that we could get everyone involved was the most important thing. And then over time, we knew that with buy-in, you know, how would we want to extract this data? How do we want to utilize this data? So, so we've always had a plan and we've had a longer term vision and it's still in motion. It's still continuing to move forward because you get other things in the company that kind of grab your focus or grab your attention. But I think the big thing was that the end goal was how do we use numbers to help us make better qualified decisions? And, you know, a phrase that we kind of throw around here in the executive suite is, you know, you don't want to be making emotional decisions. You want to be making data-driven decisions. And we always find it important that the the numbers don't lie, right? So, you Mm. know, if we could keep working into a point that we knew that at some point, if this could be our accounting system, if this could be, you know, making sure that sales orders are getting entered directly into CRM rather than actually getting entered outside of CRM. So is CRM just a data collection tool or it can also be a tool to create orders, which is something we're continuing continuing to uh, uh, you know, evolve into as well. So 
a lot of paths. And sometimes, you know, every year you think you have three or four paths you want to go. And then every year goes by and maybe there's a new path that opens up. And maybe there's a path you realize, you know what, it looks open to us today, but we might want to push that back two years because there's more things we want to do on this current path. So I think it was a vision, but I think you know, the reality is the execution. We were more focused on the quality of the input than we were just about expediting forward and the quantity of input as well. Do you know, I'm pleased to hear that because I think there is, unfortunately for many companies, you're not one of them, but for many companies, they seem to think that you can switch a CRM system on and in a big bang fashion almost. And then, hey, presto, two months time, it's doing everything for everybody. And that that just, I don't think, ever works. Um, it's partly that you don't know what you don't know about the product, and then you you have to figure it out. But also you learn as you go, and sometimes some of the paths, to use your analogy there, turn out to be the wrong ones, and you need to come back up to the, to the fork in the road and choose a different one, right? Yeah, absolutely. On that sort of same thing, have you got any recollections or reflections of a particular path you took that wasn't so good? And I'm just curious just to see what it was, it's helpful sometimes for people listening to this to understand a real life scenario where something didn't work out and why and what you learned from it. Yeah, you know, I think LL, I think LLB would share that, you know, we were working on a path to um, make sure that our system was at, adequately upgraded um, in regards to some other components of our system, whether it was uh, the, the rental functionality arm or some database um cleansing that we had to do we decided to move a little bit too fast too forward with integrating mm. sales orders into our crm order entry and um we had the right idea we had the right plan we believed we had a good execution strategy what we didn't have was enough due diligence on what was everything we needed to do mm. uh before we even started down that path and then it also made me realize um sometimes you see an end result and there becomes a conversation where you invest your time and effort into getting to that end result. And I don't think we mitigated enough of the potential hazards, which was making sure that we had the right database, we had the right cleansing. Um, we allocated enough time for potential sandbox testing and other things. And I think, um, so when we wanted to integrate sales order entry, which seemed like the right thing to do is we were growing sales significantly. It actually created a false step. And not that false steps are bad because you learn from everything, but when you have a culture of data-driven or as we continue to drive our sales team to be more data-driven, you know these missteps can look not well-planned or guided and it can create some confusion across your sales team of, um, well, is this a problem with our CRM platform or is this just something where our team wasn't prepared to move forward, or is it just poor integration with our partner? And it really was really none of those, uh, none of the the above choices. It was really more so that sometimes moving fast is not always the best approach. Sometimes moving in a more coordinated, timely effort is an actual better approach. And I think in regards to us adding sales order entry features, um, we probably went at it a little too quick and didn't assess all of the risks that could hold us back. You know, the short-term risk is, you know, the sales team wondering about the quality of the product. Um, and then you have mm -hmm. to kind of rebuy some of that cultural buy-in of like, you know what guys, this is the right tool. We just didn't implement it the right way at the right moment. So the sales order entry is gonna have to wait a little bit, but 
when we do turn it on, it's going to be absolutely prepared and ready to go. So, you know, we kind of stressed extra time and and also saying, you know, we're a growing organization. The things we do today aren't necessarily the things we were doing five years ago. So yeah. we will also have challenges that we will have to overcome as a leadership team. And part of that goes down to IT and implementation as well. So yeah. just like you guys out in the field every day, we're also learning to be better by making mistakes or misguided timing on some things. But um, we took it as a chance to kind of say, hey, we're all human. We, you know, we we try to put the best tools forward and sometimes they don't work in a timely manner. And when we do put those tools back into motion, you should feel assured that we've we've now mitigated all the potential headaches that could pop up. So it, it was actually a good mistake. And it sounds to me like a case of a, a mature organization that recognizes that, you know, these things contain many moving parts. It's not usually the tool. It's often cultural and it's often just you have to learn, as you said, learn by your mistakes. Yep, but that's absolutely. a good good reflection, Chuck. I think that's very intelligent because we do hear stories of people that say, oh, well, we gave CRM a try for six months. Didn't work. So we threw it out and you go, well, not entirely sure that was the most mature way to deal with it. But there you go. You mentioned earlier, and I touched on it at the opening, that you're a company that rents, that sells and services uh, the equipment you represent. Do you use CRM right across the organization for all of those things you do? It's been a product that's generally been used by our outside sales group. So, you know, we're sending people from Maine to Virginia to cover opportunities daily and create activities. So, it was mostly meant as a guide for our outside sales team. Now we're doing some crossover with some opportunities for um, some of our support support efforts. Um, we do put rentals in there that <clears throat> are specifically coming from an outside salesperson and coming into our inside sales group. So our inside sales group is learning to use it currently, but it's mostly been an outside sales product, which does cover our product portfolio. It does cover rentals. And we're now just starting to integrate uh, training opportunities as well as, as as opportunities. Right. Which leads leads me, sorry, neatly into uh, almost the final question is, with LLB Group's help, where are you taking it in the next few years? What ideas have you got? The big thing is um, continuing to get to a complete sales order platform where we're looking to um, re-engineer our back operations. So from a standpoint of, if you were to think broadly, um, a sales associate has an opportunity, it's a quote, they get the quote signed by the customer who wants to move forward with a purchase. Um, we get that PO, we process it, we stage all of our equipment. We want to get to a process where every CRM opportunity that becomes a sale eventually leaves the CRM and goes into a um, operations side of the CRM where our operations team now has that sales order and they are now processing that sales order out of every single office we have. We have a total of four offices. That order is now becoming processed specifically by that key hub office. Uh, and generally to this point, it's been a main focus here um, in our in our main office in Allentown, but now we're looking to push that fulfillment side um, out to all of our hub offices. And that's strategically aligned with growth. So if we're processing 
30 orders a day. Well, how can we maybe process up to 15, 20 orders a day at each hub office in maybe right. five years, right? right? So dramatically create a, a operational increase that allows for scalability. So I think for us, you know, one of the, the longer term things, a, a very much so a multi, multi-year thing is scalability. So building a case for using CRM as another tool to help us feed into scalability, more so on the sales order fulfillment side, as we've gotten this into the sales order side, then it's obviously going to right to the quote, the close quote, which is now a sales order, directly to those hubs, and then they're executing on a process. So we're on a path to get there. We're not there yet, but scalability is the number one priority there. And as you say, that that helps your hubs then manage and service that whole range of your offer your, your training your seminars your rentals your pairs then of course the, the sales teams in the field as well Absolutely. excellent that's fantastic thank you chuck for sharing your story both the history of it and, and where you're heading uh, i'm very pleased to talk to you and thank you for being a customer of sage crm for the last 11 years absolutely and i appreciate uh carving out some time to talk a little bit about what we do and how we do it so thank you You've been listening to Talking CRM with Jeff and David, getting the best for the whole organization from your integrated CRM and accounting systems. 